0: This is the Another Way to See It podcast, a show about perspective.
1: I'm Randy, an old soul with a beginner's mindset, curiously navigating this journey we call life. I bring my life experiences and authentic curiosity to meet people where they are, challenging them to break the old blueprints and patterns that are no longer in alignment, cleaning up our messes to learn and evolve.
0: I'm Kim. As a coach, I take a hawk-like perspective. I use keen, big picture seeing, deep embodied listening, and the courage to ask hard questions to contextualize experiences and connect dots. In this way, I help guide my clients to places that are well-examined, expansive, and full of
1: possibility. Each week, we dive deep into topics that most of us navigate in our everyday life. We're glad you're on this journey with us. Thanks for tuning in to Another Way to See It. I'm Randy. I'm Kim in my car. In your car. Going where? Where are we going?
2: I'm going to the barn.
1: Is the barn your happy place, Kim? Yeah, I'll
2: just say
1: yes. Oh, okay. I mean, as long as, as long as you feel like it's a yes.
2: The barn is, but this drive is not, because really intense, as you know, driving in LA.
1: But anyway, only, it's all I've only today. done it once, and I'm good not doing it again.
2: Oh, wait, you're going to do it again, because you're coming back.
1: Yeah, it's very true. Maybe I'll fly this time.
2: Wow. Okay, we'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. So what what's on on the the menu? I was gonna ask you what's on the agenda. So you got a menu, I got an agenda. Where are we gonna meet?
2: Well, I'd like to hear what's on your agenda.
1: Uh, well, the other week you brought up uh, discussing rejection, and I would love to know what sparked that idea.
2: Um. It's a concept that I understand many people struggle with, right? When you drill down to it, it's fear of not making the cut, fear of being told, no, you're not a good fit for this, uh, or no, we're not hiring anymore, or, you know, or why didn't you call that person that was sort of interested? It's a huge fear for many people. And I see it in my coaching practice, I see it in my friends sometimes because I think they're amazing but they're sort of playing a little bit small and I'm like why why are you doing that and so it's just an interesting thing and then I saw that Instagram post where the guy was like rejection is just an indication of I, I forget what the exact wording was but it was like it's just an incompatibility it's not a signal of your worth or your value or ability or anything it's just incompatible and when you understand that like when you're trying to work towards flow and towards you know being on purpose or whatever compatibility is with whatever another person an opportunity work whatever that's huge so a rejection should be a celebratory thing revealing an incompatibility so you don't waste any more time anyway that was my thought what about you
1: uh well you know there is like uh what's it called? Hold on. Uh rejection sensitive dysphoria to where never about never
2: heard about that, Randy. What
1: is that? Uh well neither did I until I st- started looking into this this whole uh, rejection topic. But it, it's associated to ADHD to where um they th- think uh someone shunned or criticized them um even though that's not the case right like so exactly how you're talking in the sense of it's not compatible uh we get so much in our head that that because we got rejected that it's a bad thing right and we're we get so hung up on the job the car the relationship that we lose sight of of that alignment right like when something goes as planned yeah we're positive about it you know there's no negative thought around that but there's always or not always majority of the time for most people there is that negative thought of rejection and so I feel like this conversation is to kind of shift that lens and that perspective around the word rejection.
2: So when you just were speaking about um, our plans, I had a a little chuckle inside myself because there's some cute saying about this and I don't remember it, how it goes exactly, but it's always like, go ahead and make plans. And what's the universe like step in
1: Mm
2: -hmm. uh, to redirect you. Because I really, two things really struck me. One is I don't know how many people understand being in alignment or being in purpose. I'm not sure that that's something that most people are aware of, right? They're going off the playbook. You and I'd love to talk about the playbook that society tells you, right? Like you need to do this, this, and this. These are measures of success if you do these things, if you have the house, if you have the car, if you have the partner, you will be happy. Mm -hmm. You and I also know that that isn't true, right? That that isn't necessarily true. You may experience feelings of happiness for a short period of time, but if it's not in alignment for you, it's not going to last. And so this conversation isn't just about rejection. It's also about awareness of, what is being spoken to you and that you're adopting as your own that may not be actually what is for you.
1: Uh, Yeah. We talk about it all the time. I mean, it's that, uh, you know, that moment where you start questioning things and seeing what's true for you and what, you know, does bring you joy and the, the things that you want out of life, you know, and unfortunately we usually see it in, drastic tragic events and you know what i what i hope and what i i believe is starting to happen is people are starting to like wake up in the sense and and start challenging things and questioning things of of why was i taught this if it if it doesn't work for me if it's not in alignment for me and so here we are once again be in that space to question things, to challenge things, and to just have a conversation about it.
2: Do you recall a time that you felt really rejected from something?
1: <laughs> uh, that's a loaded <laughs> question, Kim. <laughs> um, uh, felt rejected a lot during childhood felt uh rejected in uh my divorces you know there's there's a lot of of rejections that has happened in my life and in those moments it's it's going into victim of like poor me you know that this happened it's not what i thought it was it's horrible blah 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 you know all that negative self-talk but where I'm at today with it and reflecting back uh, those were all uh, direction corrections. You know, those were all things that that were very well could have been in alignment for that period of time, but did run its course and allowed me to grow and to not grow sometimes. Right. Like the, the truth of it is, is, is there some darkness along those journeys and so yeah, rejection has been in my life. I think it's been in everybody's life. It's just you know that the lens you put on to to navigate it and how you handle rejection and and what you do with rejection.
2: Mhm. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I think I'd like to explore the narratives that we sometimes experience around rejection and maybe offer some some of what you just said right a reframing or a different perspective and uh I mean something really concrete like something you can hold on to so it would be like uh, Randy I I got a smirk on my face because I'm struggling to remember the last time I felt rejected like in the way that we're talking about and I mean I suppose I can go back to, you know, when I was much younger, before I was married and everything, and maybe I liked someone and they were, didn't really like me back or something like that. Or I was dating someone and they broke up with me, you know, and started dating someone else. I guess I felt rejected then. Um, Certainly, you know, I've tried out for things and maybe didn't get a job or didn't get accepted at a school I wanted to go to or whatever. But, um, and I'm not sure that I haven't been rejected, but I think more recently I don't see it like that Mm -hmm. so so it's hard for me to put my finger on it but I do want to really like get specific about how we talk to that part of us that is telling us we are unworthy or like what are some of the things that come to mind like the internal narratives that might you know come up around rejection and let's just use this as an example for people
1: that might be listening I mean you touched on one of the biggest things that that i even struggle a little bit with to this day is is uh not being worthy you know i'm not worthy of this this uh this didn't happen to me because i don't deserve it you know that that was uh that was a big one uh reflecting on uh my childhood you know of of not being worthy enough of love and and attention and, and stuff like that so that's a big one as well as um, you know, uh imposter syndrome. I think that's a big one. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel I feel a lot of times we don't lean into uh that job or reaching out to make a connection, to chat with somebody, or hell, even even doing a post on social media you know, because of fear of rejection of fear of a comment that someone's going to make. And so those are those are a few things that that I've seen that I've experienced and that I also know firsthand of uh, other people that experience that.
2: You know, I when you're talking, um, something came up for me and it's around this podcast. So there are times that I reach out to people that I see on Instagram or whatever and ask them, you know, would you like to come on this podcast and talk? And that took me a real long time to, number one, be able to reach out. And number two, be able to say, it's just not a line line for them, like if they said no, right? And it's not personal, right? It's something about it isn't really um, meant to happen. And I spoke to someone yesterday that I reached out to, and she said, "I, I don't know if you believe in soul contracts or anything like this, but I believe that we were supposed to meet and talk. You know, and so in the same way that people, it's not right for certain people, it is right for certain people. And I, I really love this reframing. um, And also, like you were saying, imposter syndrome. Thank goodness I didn't get some of the jobs that I applied for, right? Because I would have been qualified and I would have gotten way in over my head. And I just see it as almost like a saving grace or even relationships that I wanted with certain people, you know? they weren't right. It wasn't right. And there's nothing wrong with them. It just wasn't compatible for me. And I, and I, I think that I'm going to take a something from your playbook, which is curiosity. And so like, if the voices coming up around rejection for anything that someone is going for, it's like, well, what if this wasn't meant for me? What if there's something more compatible out there for me? And maybe even just asking that question of yourself, starts to sort of soften those feelings of rejection or or of not wanting to reach out. Like, mm-hmm. what if this I reach out and this person says no, you know, what does that actually say about me? It's really nothing. Right. <laughs> Except for the fact that it's just not meant to happen right now. And so I, I think that there's, there's there's like two parts, right? One is is this right for me? And we we talk a lot about getting quiet and still and touching into your heart and seeing if something is aligned for you before you reach out. But even if you reach out and you get a quote-unquote rejection or redirection, maybe the thing that was the most important was to for, to have you cross that threshold of mm-hmm. actually reaching out or going for it, right? Because the process of, of saying yes, of the process of crossing a threshold, the process of putting yourself out there is a key that activates energy in realms that we just aren't able to see. So maybe it's not for that job, that person, that thing, but maybe it's a key that opens the door that we don't even see yet. What do you think about that?
1: (laughs) Uh, Truth. Uh, And, and, you know, we get on this podcast and, and we talk about things that we've experienced and we've talked about, you know, what we see and what we hear and, you know, with our clients, with our friends, co-workers, and just, just taking that moment to reflect um, on me leaning into all those unknowns and all those what-ifs. Uh, there's been rejection along the way, but I have also connected and have such amazing Friendships now from it, experiences that if I never leaned in, if I never got rejected, uh, I wouldn't be on this path and be where I'm at. And so it's really, and it's, I think this is something that's that's so great about uh, our co-hosts, me and you, and uh, it's like a yin and yang you know like you you've done a lot of work kim and you don't have as many of moments like what you talked about you know you really had to sit with when was the last time you felt rejected and i'm over here like i felt rejected the other day <laughs> you know wow and, and, but it but once again it's it's not allowing that narrative and the mindset to go down the negativity it's it's processing it it's listening to to ha- what it felt and what it brought up within and is it even tied to that rejection or is it something else you know so it's really you know I even did a post about I did a um what is it a blog about it on medium of being a whatever you know it, it's it's such a negative thought to to try to plan for everything, but it's just leading with curiosity of like, okay, let's think about all all that could go wrong. And let's think about all that could go right. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's having that intention around it of curiosity. You know, I'm so like, I, I talk about curiosity all the time. Like that's, that's where I feel all my growth has come from just as much as being in those dark times. Cause it's easy to stay in those dark times, but I was so curiosity driven that I got myself out. It allowed me to see things differently. It allowed me to meet new people, to get different lenses from other people and seeing, you know, what, what's true for me, what's in alignment with me, what resonates with me. And to, to sit there and get curious and question and have that internal conversation is, is so needed. And, and so many aspects of life and especially on this topic of rejection, you know, it's really what comes up for you. What are you what are you going to do about it? You know what? what? It's easy to to go into victim mode and sit on the couch for eight hours and watch a whole series on Netflix. Or something that that I, I get I. I take pride in is my awareness especially recently to when I feel something come up I get out of the house I get out of my head I get in nature I ground myself and what that looks like is is being in nature and and throwing discs and you know taking a cure out you know going for a run you know it looks differently. But you really got to get curious about how how that looks for you and and how you want, how do you want to feel?
2: Yeah, I love all those. And you, I'm going to keep coming back to this, not as a reflection of you, but as a reflection of me, that I keep rejecting ideas of what if it goes right or what if it goes wrong? Like, what are the things that could happen? Because I don't believe anymore in right or wrong. Like in, in that uh, dichotomy, I think that when you shoot your shots, there's going to be a reaction in the outside world. It may not pair up with your expectation, and that doesn't mean it's right or wrong. I'm just reminding myself because i have really committed to walking this walk to accept what is and to like look deeply at the lessons that are available within whatever is happening. And also just because let's say you are rejected from something, maybe you're rejected from a job and you're like, okay, well, that just wasn't right for me. We, I want to be a little more nuanced in this and say, what is the feedback? And you can act like, if you're super brave, you can say, okay, I get that. Thank you so much for letting me know. Can you give me some feedback about why I wasn't the right choice for this? whether it's job or relationship because it may be that actually you don't have the skill set yet you don't have what they actually need and that means that's an opportunity for you to go back and say oh i could use some more training in that or i could use some more experience in that and so it's not just like that's not for me i'm never going to look at it again it's a little bit like how brave are you how how curious can you be about the rejection right um and maybe it's like you, you know. So I, so I just I want for me I'm I'm rejecting. This is what I'm rejecting, right I'm rejecting notions of right and wrong, and I'm also pushing myself to be more curious about the incompatibility and where that lies, without any kind of um taking it on like about who I am as a human being, right? The goodness or the or my value or anything, but it's like at what was, what were the parts about the incompatibility, and is there something that I can do about it, or is it truly a redirection? I don't know, I mean, we're just working through this, we're sort of, like, workshopping this idea, but those are the areas for me that, that kind of stand out, but I definitely agree with, like, how you can take care of yourself in the process of sitting with this. I love getting outside and moving and and all of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it was, it was difficult, but such an easy thing to do. And I think a lot of times, especially, you know, seeing my growth and, and what I've seen and even, even in several men is, is the most obvious thing is the most difficult thing to do. And you know, sometimes that's as simple as, you know, just getting off the couch or getting out of bed or, you know, just getting outside and moving and, you know, out, out of your head, out of your house kind of thing or however it goes. As a of- way, as a
2: way, as a move energy, not to distract or to deflect or to dissociate. I mean, I'm guessing that that's what you mean.
1: Yeah, because it's so easy to do that. You know, it's it's so simple to to keep yourself distracted from doing the work. And, you know, at the end of the day, you just got to make that decision. Do you want to stay where you're at or or do you want to grow? Do you want to evolve? Do you want to shine brighter? You know, how, how at the end of the day, you know, removing good or bad, it's just cause and effect, right? Like pretty much at the end of the day and and, and it's you know, for, for a lot of people out there, it's, it's in good or bad, right? Like the, the cause is the cause at the end of the day, that's, and then the effect is, is it a a good effect or a bad effect? So I can, you know, we, we try, especially in our conversations off the podcast of, of not, not associating labels like that, but the, the reality in a lot of you know, in myself and, and a lot of our listeners is still broken down that way.
2: Yeah, true. And here's something that just popped into my head, an exercise that perhaps people could to, could use if they're in dealing with the situation is like, what are the things that would cause you to reject whatever it is that you're going after, right? If, you, if we want to still use the word rejection, But it would be like, what are maybe some of the things about a job, if it was offered to you, that would make it incompatible for you? It could be the pay. It could be vacation. It could be hours. It could be where you're working, you know, all of that. But I think sometimes in this um, idea of rejection, we see ourselves as not in control or maybe even victims, but we are powerful and we also have the opportunity to say yes or no to certain things, to certain jobs, to certain situations, to certain relationships. And so if one is going through a period of feeling rejected, maybe explore the ways that you have rejected other things in your past to reclaim this idea that you have Power to choose certain things as well, and that you have standards and you have boundaries, and you have um, what are they called? Um, my (laughs) thing isn't working right today. Um, non negotiables,
1: Mm. yep. No, I think if you
2: don't have non negotiables, you better friggin' find some.
1: Yeah, and, and what's funny is, is like usually you just hear non-negotiables around like relationships, right? But you got to have non-negotiables with yourself, with what you're allowing. What inputs are you allowing? You know, is it is it the social media? Is it the family member? Is it the friend? You know, it's it it shows up how however way it's meant to. To kind of give you a lesson, right? And you know, uh, talking about rejection and and then going into imposter syndrome. Once once I started unfollowing certain accounts, I noticed that that drift away because I'm no longer in comparison. So, you know, I have
2: a question. Can I ask you a question about that?
1: Of course. Yes.
2: Okay. Um, I always say yes. My question about that is, are you no longer in comparison with them because they're not in your world, like in your orbit? But if they were, would you still be in comparison with them? Or like, I'm wondering if by removing that, you've really solved your imposter syndrome or you've just removed the reminder.
1: Uh, little of both, right? So it's like, what's what do I want to to be in my let's call it a circle, right? Like, what do I want to bring into my circle, and what helps me move forward, not out of the circle, but out of those things in the circle that I that I put in there, right? And I, I had to do a lot of work around, and I shouldn't say a lot, but just really sitting with of they're doing their thing and it no longer resonates with me. So that's some of it, right? Like that's some of, you know, in alignment that we talk about, you know, is this, is this resonating with me? Is this, you know, something that I want? to to see an experience and so there's a little bit of that and and yeah out of sight out of mind on some things right like it's 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 like changing a habit right like if you if you're trying to, to to work on something uh it's easier to put it out of sight than to see it all the time and you know like candy in a candy jar right, right. Like, like you walk past it you want a piece of candy you put it away or get rid of it, that craving goes away. So it's, it's kind of like that. So it's, it's not, you know, it's the work, Kim, this is what we're, this is what we talk about. The work is, you know, what resonates with you? What doesn't, is it something you're ready to work on in this moment or is it, is it not? Are you willing to change and work through the the difficult stuff you know these are all these are all the conversations that you need to have with yourself and this is the work There, there there's no secret secret formula what works for you kim doesn't work for me we've established that we've talked about it and what works for me doesn't work for you and our listeners you know we've had feedback of man that's a great idea i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna incorporate that and we've also had that's not for me what else you got You know, and that's the beauty of of doing the work. There's there's. And I, I, I I say beauty because at the end of the day, it's it's such a a beautiful thing to experience. And it once you get on this path and once you awaken and, you know, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't stop. Right. Each day you wake up and try to be a better version of yourself and sometimes it doesn't happen. But it it's still leading with that curiosity and mindset of of what can I do differently today that didn't work yesterday.
2: Yeah, I, I watched a video yesterday along the lines of uh anyway, it was about initiation and in the spiritual realm and the man said something like, it doesn't really matter if you, you know, practice or follow a religion or a lineage, a, you know, a, a path. It's all just a tool to yeah. help you, you know, on your evolution. And I think that, that that's right. And so I think that this is just an offering to, to our listeners to um, examine the ways that they are in relationship with the idea of rejection. And to plant the seed that rejection is actually just a sign of incompatibility and actually it saves you time and it saves you energy and it saves you emotional, you know, anguish sometimes. And, and also you have the power to reject as well as the ability to be rejected. And what does that feel like? So, yeah, I love this. I love, I've loved this conversation. It's really given me a lot to think about
1: good it all <laughs> i always uh am am deep in thought after you initiate um questions and and subjects before we even get to talk about them so it's it's something that that i've been very grateful for along along my journey is, is having you in my corner and you know that's something that's also very important is having having those people that that you do resonate with and that are in a similar uh alignment as well as uh you know we say like like instead of like-minded like intentioned you know it's having those people that you can lean on and and there's nothing wrong with that either i mean this the the work the work isn't always meant to to do alone and i think that's that's something that gets lost a lot of the times thinking that uh, you know you got to hunker down and and go through that that dark journey alone and and you know also there are times that that's needed right like let's be real there are those moments where you just need to shut out the outside world and and really look within and and navigate that but when you come out it's always good to know that there's there's those people there for you there's that community
2: I like that. And also, I'd say, you know, to incorporate just to be a little bit lighter with at times, right? Like, at times you've seen me, Randy, when I'm actually just taken completely down by the work. But there are moments when the work actually is just, you know, a breath or a little bit lighter. Um, mm. And the other day, I, I don't know if we talked about this, but I was having a really kind of complicated day it was it was something that was very unexpected and I had to make a lot of different parts work and there was a moment where I was really frustrated and there was just nothing I could do about it and um I remembered in that moment that I could breathe that the only thing I could control in that moment was me and it starts with my breath And it almost elicited a little bit of laughter because that's why we do the work. Because when we get into a situation where we just feel like, oh, my gosh, this is so out of my control. And I'm really having these big feelings and blah, blah, blah. The work helps us come back to ourselves, helps us come back to the breath, helps us come back to something that we can manage and gives us um, space and time and perspective. And, you know, the day was a hard day. There's no question about it. It was difficult. But guess what? I got through it. I got through it. I got back to my body. I got back to my breath. I got back to perspective going like, this is what it is. You have a right to be frustrated. This is so frustrating. And it is what it is in this moment. You just got to get through this moment as a series of breaths. Get through it. You can do it. And Mm -hmm. that's the work. Like, that's why we do it. And I I had to really be like, oh, this is the work showing up. This is it. Because it's like an thing, it's like out there, right? It's like this nebulous the work, the work. Why do we do it? We do it to be more in our life, more present in our life, more available in our life. And Mm -hmm. contemplating rejection means that we we figure that shit out in ourselves so that we can go out and be more of ourselves and be more available for life and what it has for us what is intended and what is compatible for us
1: mm-hmm.
2: That's why we do it that's why we that's why we gotta investigate our relationship with rejection and everything else. Yeah but it doesn't have to be super hard, right?
1: No, but I mean, let's also be real. Sometimes it is hard, you know, that's, it, you know, <laughs> I mean, it, sometimes it sucks. Uh, but, but listening to you talk and, and share that experience, it, I kind of reflected for a minute of, of like looking at my past selves versus like starting to do the work versus where I'm at deep in the work. And, and it's almost like when you're doing the work and this isn't, all the time but I really feel like when you're that present with yourself you're able to almost slow time down to be in that exact moment in those milliseconds versus like and this is just me talking about my experiences versus my past self of waiting to to give the next response waiting to to react instead of respond like Doing the work has allowed me to slow down and be more present, not only in the moment with others, but within myself. And I, I like 100%. I said, it's just like I get to slow down time and really sit with myself, even though time's still moving.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I also noticed that for me, in the process of doing this work, there's not as much of a story anymore. So I could see that in the past, if I were in the same situation, I'd be like, oh, of course, that would always happen to me. Just my luck, you know, that whatever, uh, or uh, attaching it to a story. There's no more story. The story is what is right in front of me in this moment. a Freaking traffic jam, you know, three sick puppies, whatever it is. It's just like, that, that's, that's the story. Nothing more, nothing less get on with it. And it's just it's a beautiful it keeps saying it's beautifully liberating. It's beautifully liberating. It's beautifully liberating. Why is it liberating? Because i don't have the excuse my expression mind fuck happening every time something triggers me, right? I don't mm-hmm. have it. It's it's just uh such a relief.
1: Which is which give credit where credit to due. Kim, you've done a lot of work to get there. But yin and yang here my side is oh that story does come up oh this is my luck oh this always happens right that that still comes up for me but it's having the awareness around that story right it's like i hear myself tell that story and i'm like well wait a minute is like let's let's hit the pause button let's go ahead and start getting curious and asking some questions here is is this always how it is you know it's so easy to, to remember all the bad things you know bringing up bringing up good and bad here of remembering the bad times but what about all the good times what about all 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 the all the, the the positive outcomes what about when things worked in your favor and did and did turn out to be in alignment with with where you're going on your path right it's so easy to get caught on that negative story because 99% of the stories we tell ourselves is negative so why like that does come up for me. I have no problem admitting that, but it's being able to acknowledge it. And, and, you know, even asking what part of me is bringing that up, you know, is this, is this my six-year-old self that is, is looking for that type of uh, love or looking for that type of acknowledgement? Is it, you know, being in my twenties of grinding so hard and, and going through a divorce and, and questioning, am I, am I worthy? You know, it, it's really sitting with myself. Well, what's really coming up here? Because it's not just this moment, it, it's something underlining. And so really sitting with yourself and, and, you know, navigating that, like that, that's also the work, right? Like there's, there's going to be days that, that, you know, you don't even tell a story. And then the next day, a similar situation, you tell the story. So, you know, it, it's really meeting where you're at, right? Like meeting yourself with where you're at in your journey. And and what do you, you know, here it is. It's a lesson, right? It's it's a, it's a lesson. You got rejected. What's the lesson that need to be learned here? It's really sitting with yourself and, and asking those questions. And so, you know, we could t- we could talk forever about this, kim. it It's nothing. it's nothing new. we're not we're not trying to you know change the world. All we're trying to do is just get you get you to question something that sparks sparks in you to try to better yourself
2: true. And I wanted to add this as well because because what you said, triggered something in me to become a little more positive yeah it's a lesson and it's an opportunity and it's you know rejection can be a lesson and an opportunity um and when we talk about reframing like I'm gonna look for an opportunity I may have learned a lesson but there's also a gift wrapped up in that and um I just turned my day around too so I want to I want
1: to bring forward all the goodness that can come. Exactly. And I mean, it, positive. It, it's it's that reframing of negative to positive, right? Like instead of having a negative story, bring a positive story. You know, we're the narrators. You know, we we That's think right. that we're not in control with what our what our thoughts are, but the reality is is we can control them. You just got to have the drive to To redirect it, you know that direction correction. So,
2: yeah, and, and like and like we say every time, it's you can't do it one time and expect to be a master. I have, I have such a bag of like positive ways to flip stuff now, but it isn't because I did it one time. It's because I embarked on a journey to do this as often as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. You know, ten thousand hours. You need 10,000 hours to become a master of something. And if yeah,
1: and you, j- you know, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, how many hours, how many hundreds of thousands of hours have we put in of that negative thought of that negative story? You know, I mean, here, here, you know, whether you're starting your journey at 18, 36, 64, you know, 82, whatever, wherever you're at, you still got to take into consideration of everything you're trying to redesign.
2: Yeah, I love that you bring that up because we are masters of being negative towards yep. ourselves. Right? We're just, we have PhDs and, and all kinds of degrees in-
1: All the you know,
2: Exactly, in that. And so it feels different. It feels odd. It feels ingenuous when you first start. Right. It feels like, oh, that's not real. If you give it $10,000 hours, it will become your reality. It will. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to experience difficulty or frustration, but it means when that happens, you have access to tools that shift it quicker for you. And that's that's the beauty of this. And I'm so glad to be on this ride with you uh, for literally and figuratively because... I'm almost to my destination and it's gone by like nothing.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, something I'm going to, I'm going to stick with and and that's, is very fitting for this conversation of you, you, you driving and, and being heading to your destination as well as being on the journeys. I mean, the life is full of direction corrections, right? It, it's It's what you choose to do with those corrections. Yes, sir. All right, Randy. I
2: can't wait to see what we discuss next time.
1: It's it's always something good. Yeah. Really?
2: So,
1: uh, yeah. So I can't wait. Um, as always, uh, please, if this resonates with you, share. Uh, if it doesn't, also awesome. You know, nothing personal on our ends uh we're also we won't feel
2: rejected we won't feel Uh, rejected
1: no no not at all we we've done work around that uh but uh also growing our our instagram following so please check that out as well as uh i recently posted of starting a men's group and kind of already reframing that around uh starting a men's community so um I, I don't know the full structure of it, but if you're interested, if you know someone interested, uh, send them my way, drop me a message on Instagram and, uh, we can have a conversation about it.
2: Okay. Should I plug my thing?
1: Well, that that's part of this, this platform, Kim. Is, okay. Is so involved. I am starting,
2: I'm starting a safe space for mama. Um, moms of babies, moms of adult children to come and just be like very safe and expressing your experience. Um, So details will be out about that soon. And I'm also really interested in exploring ways to just hold space for um, women and uh, sort of the sacred initiation process into different phases of womanhood. So look for that coming out soon. All right, Kim. See you next time.
1: Till next time. We're excited to announce that we're now on Patreon.
0: Go to our show notes or our Instagram page. Another way to see a podcast for the link. Please be patient with us as we're navigating this new platform. See you there. enjoyed this episode of another way to see it please be sure to subscribe share the episode and leave us a rating or a review also don't forget to check out our instagram page another way to see it podcast all one word we'd love to hear from you so reach out